Welcome back to the L2 Fitness and Business Podcast. I'm your host, Landon Polberin, and you know, today I really want to kind of dig into my take and my thoughts on hormones. Now, hormones is a really, really trendy topic right now, and I'm seeing a lot of information being published on it, and I don't 100% agree with everything that I'm seeing. So I thought I'd take today, you know, I got a handful of notes here, and I really just want to kind of shed some light on hormones. Now, I'm not an endocrinologist, and, you know, I'm not going to be listing, you know, all of this super science-based information, but what I am going to do is I'm going to give you an overview of what is actually going on, because I want to give the power back to you, and I want to help you understand the bigger picture and what can actually be manipulated with this. I've spoken with doctors and, you know, people that are running courses that are showcasing, you know, how much we can actually manipulate naturally with our hormone levels. And it is a lot less than a lot of people are kind of leading you to believe. Now, what a lot of people are saying is that your hormones are the reason you're not losing weight. Now, I just want to kind of start to paint a little bit of a picture for you. And I'm going to reference a study that was done in 2013 called Natural Bodybuilding Competition Preparation and Recovery, a 12-month case study. So these uh, researchers followed a natural bodybuilder through a six-month contest preparation, a six-month period of dieting, followed by a six-month recovery phase. And Almost immediately, as soon as he entered into a caloric deficit, we start to get these changes within our hormones. Now, this is completely normal. Our bodies are adaptive organisms. Our bodies want to stay at homeostasis. Our bodies do not want to lose weight. So as soon as we start to consume less calories than our body needs, our bodies are going to fight us on that. We're going to start to get changes going on within our body. And these changes are simply our body trying to stay where it wants to be. Now, as soon as we start dieting, we're going to get changes in, you know, our testosterone. It's going to decrease. We're going to get changes in things like ghrelin, insulin, leptin, our cortisol levels, our estrogen levels, our thyroid hormones. All of these things are going to start to change as soon as we start to diet. But what a lot of people don't realize is that the key to reversing the effects of these things is a lot simpler than people would like to state. If we want to correct some of these issues that we are getting from dieting and these hormone adaptations, we need to simply stop dieting and we need to be patient. You know, this is why, you know, 3D Muscle Journey, you know, the guys, you know, led by, you know, Eric Helms, Alberto Nunez, Andrea Valdez, Brad Loomis, and Jeff Alberts, they came out with the recovery diet. Now, they came up with this plan to come off of a diet and the whole point of it is to gain weight because we know that bringing our calories up, putting on a little bit of body fat is generally going to lead the way in starting to regulate our hormone levels and starting to reverse the effects of dieting. So we do get all of these impacts to our hormones as soon as we start dieting. There is no doubt about that. And yes, that does adjust our calories. So What's happening is it's been shown in, in, in the research, it is about a 15 to 20% reduction in our, you know, metabolic rate when once once we diet. And that is 
you know, the, the period of time could, could vary, but let's say you diet for a period of time, being at the same body weight, you're probably going to have a reduction of about 20% of your metabolic rate. So yes, you need to consume less calories. However, what people don't realize is that you go through a period of losing weight and yes, yeah, so let's say you lose 35 pounds, 40 pounds, you're going to be lighter, you're going to be at a less body weight. And when we are at a lighter body weight, we need fewer calories because our calories are going to be likely relative to our body weight. So if you go from being 200 pounds to being 150 pounds, you're going to need fewer calories to maintain your body weight. So that is something to consider. Also, as soon as we start dieting, there are a lot of other things that are going on. And a lot of these things simply make it more difficult to it adhere to the plan. So as soon as we start dieting, we are going to be less satiated after our meals. We are going to be hungrier more often. And you know we're going to be expending less energy because our body is a very, very smart specimen. Our body is designed to survive. It is, you know, we're not going into this starvation mode. Our body is totally fine. There was a study where a guy went 365 days without eating and he lived you know so it is you don't need to be worried about these these crazy things that you hear about so as we start to diet it is simply harder to stick to the plan you know you compound that with you know our appetite is increased so we want to eat more our body is making us crave food more and then if you start to compound that with certain behaviors and you know our reward pathways and things like that you know it really makes it more difficult to kind of stick to that plan for an extended period of time. But what I really want to showcase is that, yes, our hormones are going to be affected. We are going to hit plateaus. Our metabolic rate will decrease a little bit because there is some adaptation going on. But your predicted calories that you started with you know, you do not need as many calories. So in order to continue to lose weight, you simply need to place yourself back into a caloric deficit. Now, if you have been dieting for an extended period of time, that might not be something you want to do. Because, you know, if you look at a cost benefit ratio, the cost of that might outweigh the benefits, you might have to put yourself on a certain level of calories that are going to force you to adjust your quality of life to a degree that you just don't want to do. So these are all things that are going to be extremely individual to the person. And but what I really want to do is show you that it is not your hormones that are causing these issues. Yes, your hormones are affected and that can be fixed and that can be regulated unless you have a chronic disease. There are always going to be exceptions to this. So if somebody's got something like PCOS or hypothyroidism, yeah, 100%. They have got something physiologically changed in their body that is causing these changes. But you know what? Somebody that has PCOS can still lose weight. They simply just need to put themselves into a actual caloric deficit. And that's where a lot of the stuff that we're reading about is telling us that, you know, you can't lose weight because of your hormones. And it's, well, because all of these predicted things are using to calculate how much you quote unquote should be eating, you're not able to lose weight on that because you have some underlying things going on. So you need to adjust that to account for these things that are going on. And you know what? It sucks. You know, some people need to eat few calories. And in mainstream media over the last, you know, three to five years, we've seen this giant shift from 
clean eating to flexible dieting and these really low calorie diets that were super popular, you know, five plus years ago and still are, you know, to a degree today. And then we had this resurgence of people saying you need to take a flexible approach. And then, you know, if you're on 1200 or 1500 calories, you need to fire your coach because they don't know what they're talking about. And that's just bullshit. There are certain people that, you know, based on their activity levels or based on their anthropometrics that are just not going to need a lot of calories. You know, I've personally worked with a girl that was four foot eight and weighed a hundred pounds. So you know what? She did not need a lot of calories to maintain her body weight, let alone when we were dieting because she was, you know, 120 or so when we started, her calories weren't weren't crazy. Like, you know, I could eat that in a meal. You know, I could go have a burger and fries and eat more than she needs in a day. However, it makes it really, really easy for that person to overeat because they have such a low maintenance calories that if she goes out and eats that same meal that I'm eating at 220 pounds, well, you know what? She's probably going to accumulate some body fat. So there's so much more going on. And when we take the power away and just blame it on something blatantly like this or that or whatever it might be, it kind of gives us an excuse and takes the power away and says, well, I can't succeed because this is the issue and I can't control that. But you know what? Take the power back. You can control it. Don't give that power up. Always put yourself in the driver's seat. There is always something you can do. It might not be easy. It might not be something you want to. It might take some time to correct things because of the extreme dieting you've done in the past. But there is a way to recover these things that come from over-exercising and over-dieting. And recovery through calorie maintenance or a calorie surplus and being patient for an extended period of time is generally the key. If it was so easy to manipulate our hormone levels, do you really think that we would still have all of these issues that we're having? No, like if I could go take a few herbs from, you know, the the local supplement store, I'm pretty sure that, uh, you know, we wouldn't have all of these people suffering from low testosterone as they age and all of these sorts of things. Like if it was that easy it wouldn't be unheard of for everybody to be making these changes. So it's just things that I just really want to consider. I want you to consider simplifying things. It's so sexy to specialize in, you know, certain areas or to, you know, to say that this is the issue. And anytime somebody speaks in absolutes, it really, really bothers me because in almost every situation, it is gray. It's never black and white. It's gray. There's more than one way to skin the cat, you know, you know, it's not that simple. It is, there's so many complexities to it, but we don't need to overcomplicate the process because yes, there are a ton of things going on. There's all of these hormones that are affected, some that are, you know, decreased, some that are elevated, you know, our testosterone is, you know, suppressed, our cortisol levels are increased, our leptin is, you know, suppressed as we start to go through a dieting phase. But you know what, we cannot physiologically, naturally alter these things in a simple way. There is no one little over-the-counter thing that's going to make this massive impact to our testosterone levels. Yes, if you are a male suffering from low testosterone, you can go to your doctor and they can help you with a plan for that. 
However, the key is that the ones who specialize this and go to school for years and years and years, they're called endocrinologists. You know, they are a doctor. They are the ones that are set up to help you with this. And these things are real. You know, PCOS and hypothyroidism and low testosterone, yes, these things are real. And it does affect the way that we lose weight. However, we can't just naturally affect them all that much. You know, not to the point where all of a sudden you, know, you can lose weight eating 500 more calories because you took these three supplements for, you know, a period of time. If I kind of go back to that study, they tracked all of this person's hormone levels for a six-month dieting period. And he was getting to extreme levels of low body fat. And it took over three months after that of eating in a caloric surplus for him to recover and get all of his hormone levels back to baseline. So I want you to think about that. So he dieted for six months and he took three months to get back to where his hormone levels were normal. Now, I want you to take a second and think about that. There is, there's no supplements that are going to make that three months, one month. It's just not going to happen. And if there was something out there, then you know, I don't think that we would be going through this. And this is just my opinion. And I don't want you to, you know, think about this as, you know, black and white, this is the way this is just food for thought. It's just things I want you to consider when you're you're hearing all of this stuff out in social media, when you're talking to people that we're not able to manipulate these variables that easily. The body is extremely complex. And the best way to recover from adapted hormone levels from dieting and overexercising is to simply focus on recovery. And that recovery is going to be driven by moderating our activity levels, depending on if what they were at, and like raising our calories so that we are at maintenance at a minimum, probably in a slight surplus, and likely putting on a little bit of body fat. Our body fat is responsible for our hormone production. So we need to think about these things. And then the biggest thing is patience. You know, you can't expect to diet for six months and just be fucking feeling normal in like three weeks. Like there is always going to be those outliers. It's always a bell curve. So there's going to be the the freaks out there that three weeks after they diet, they feel awesome. But that's not the normal. And then there's also probably going to be the person that might take six months or 12 months after that six-month diet before they feel normal, before their body's back in a normal state. So... So much to consider. So, you know, this was a six-month diet. So take into consideration, if you've been dieting for a year, two years, three years, four years, whatever it might be, yeah, there, there's some adaptation going on. But the best way to fix that is to stop dieting. You know, that is your road to recovery. That is your plan. And in order for you to be in a position where you still lose weight, you simply need to be able to consistently stay in a caloric deficit. It's fairly simple, yet extremely complicated. So I want you to remember that the processes that are going on are extremely complicated. There is so much, but because it's so complicated and our body is such an amazing specimen, we cannot manipulate these variables in an easy fashion. So when you're looking at how to remedy these things, I really want you to focus on simplifying the process. Focus on very, very simple, you know, if you ex have experienced some issues, you know, you probably need to stop dieting for a while to allow yourself to get back to status quo and then revisit things. And if you really, really are suffering from things that are borderline extreme, 
then you should really go see your doctor and any good coach is going to tell you to do that. Go to your doctor, have him send you for blood work, review things and see if there is something underlying going on. And if there is, then work with your doctor to come up with a plan to combat that. There might be some certain medicines that are able to kind of help with, you know, you know, as women are going through menopause, they might need some some hormone therapy and that can help them get back to a place where they feel good. They're able to, you know, possibly lose weight if they're trying to lose weight and this, that and the other thing, you know, so very, very complicated. Simplify the process. That is my biggest takeaways for you. So what happens a lot of times is we do get these adaptations within the body, but what those adaptations are doing is they are altering how many calories we need to maintain our weight. So that number starts to go down. So when what it's doing is it's taking us out of a caloric deficit, and that is why we stop losing weight. That's why we plateau. In order to continue to lose weight, we need to lower those calories, and we will continue to lose weight. We generally aren't going to hit a point where we just stop losing weight. You know, it is, you know, we are like, it is, everybody's going to be very, very unique, but we just need to realize, simplify the process. If something is going on, go see your doctor. An endocrinologist is who you want to see if you have issues with your hormones. And, you know, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I know this is a little bit of a rant, I guess. But, uh, you know, if you guys want to kind of stay up to date with the podcast, we've got, you know, this is going to be episode, I believe, like 27 or 28. So I thank you so much for the support for listening. And, you know, if you want to stay up to date, you can subscribe iTunes and like whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Everything is always up to date on the website, landonp.com. And as always, if you are interested in one-on-one coaching, you know, hit me up on the website. There's a, an apply for coaching button in the top right. Happy to hear from you. Happy to jump on a strategy call. See how we can get you back to, uh, you know, reaching your goals. But anyways, I will uh, let you get on with your day. If you enjoyed this episode, please drop a review in iTunes. And uh, I love and appreciate you guys. Have a good one. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the L2 Fitness and Business Podcast. And it would help us so much if you enjoyed today's episode. If you could leave us a review in iTunes, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and Facebook, tag me at Landon Pobrin, and make sure to check out my website, landonp.com, where you can find all of my podcasts, the show notes, and all of the freebies there. And also, if you're looking for some nutrition coaching on the website, you'll be able to apply for coaching. All right, guys, we'll see you next week.